What's up, Kanyas? It's your Kanyas sisters, back with another episode where we break taboos, not hearts. What's up? What's up, everything? Welcome What's back up, to our Kanyos? YouTube channel. Good morning. How do you find <laughs> out? Happy Monday. Moo. <laughs> happy monday it is the first day of the working week if you are a nine to five girly who mm. works monday to friday <laughs> aka today's gonna be a great day all of your konyo sisters here today it's konyo sister Sally here and i'm with konyo sister lynn uh-huh. and it's <laughs> konyo sister pre <laughs> wishing you a good monday blues that's it. Rise and shine. Good morning, Baltimore. You know, I think we really need to work on that because it's episode 19 and I think we got to really, <laughs> we really got to do something about that. So I think you, as you guys, as listeners should definitely put some input in as to what we should do to improve our introduction. Yeah. Our interests are always different. <laughs> We're trying to find out what works. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of nine to five girlies slash full time jobs, today we are talking about life work balance. balance. Why did you yeah. say life first? It's work life balance. <laughs> Hello? I was like life work. My brain just like froze. I was like what? Wait, yeah. who, who wrote the title? <laughs> yeah. Lynn wrote the title. Lynn. That's, okay, that's my that's my fault. OMG. <laughs> so like, so you're probably sitting at your desk or you're probably driving your way to your office job or to your construction site or to your family business. Whatever occupation you may have. And we are here to talk to you about your work life balance. <laughs> um one of the things growing up as adults is finding that good balance between work and life because like for sure like most of us will have a nine-to-five or a full-time job by like you know in our mid-twenties that's when we you know start to build our careers so I think it's good that we talk about work-life balance do you guys think you guys have a good work-life balance like how do you guys spend your time let's tell our listeners what we kind of do outside of Kanye combos Personally, me, I'm definitely still getting used to it. It's been five months. Wow. It's been five months since... OMG, it's been five months with us as well. Yeah, because one of our first episodes, we were talking about your first week being a full-time worker. Mm. So it's been five Mm. months since I've started my full-time job. And I'm telling you, I still feel like it's a very much work in progress because every week it changes and many commitments changes like my commitments changes throughout the weeks as well especially now it's off season and it's hard trying to live the young life as well as the nine to five job save money Mm. you know work hard for the future so i feel like it's definitely not something you can achieve in just a click where you're like yeah hashtag i have a good work-life balance because she's it gal (laughs) i don't know i feel like i'm guilty to not having a good work-life balance but then also i do feel like i have a work-life balance i don't know it's tricky because i i have a nine to five so i'm Mm -hmm. a architectural assistant and my hours generally look like 8 30 to 4 30 or 8.30 to 5, depending on the time I decide to leave. But outside of work, like, I work full-time and then I study university part-time. But the amount of study there is at the moment, I don't commit to it. So already, like, outside of work, I'm not really balancing all of the life that I have outside of it. So although I have set times for work, the times outside of work... I don't know if I balance it all enough. Like during the busiest time of my schedule, as you all know, we, or I used to play volleyball and 
committing to like one game a week and one to two trainings a week on top of your nine to five and then still studying after work. And then right now, like we were trying to start off a podcast. It was like crazy. And I I think I obviously did it to myself a little bit because much like Prisca, when I first started my nine to five, I... I didn't hate the job, but I hated the nine to five lifestyle. Like I hated waking up early, going to my job and then going home, sitting on public transport for an hour or driving in traffic for an hour and then getting Mm. home and doing it all over again, like five days a week. And I hated it because I was like, I get it. I think it's like the nine to five syndrome where you just, you start to think if this is your life or you start to hate your job or you hate your lifestyle because you're just so mundane or you're stuck in the matrix. Like that's how I felt. So outside of that, I was like, I need to find a way to entertain myself or keep myself active or keep myself loving life. And I discovered this through the podcast, you know, because I, I do find it very enjoyable to have this platform and create content and look at trends and, and the networking side of it is definitely a big plus with meeting new people. And I think that's where the balance kind of comes in with the work life. Cause like, I don't, not that I hated my life before, but I have enjoyment outside of work. And I feel like my happiness levels are balanced, but am I managing all the tasks that I have set outside of work, outside of the podcast, managing and balancing family and friends and relationships is what I'm kind of struggling with. I feel you at that part because I feel like my happiness is great and work is great, but then there's always something that's that one thing that doesn't get done. Like mine, what I don't get done specifically is my highest chores. Cause I'm like, nah, it's only two day weekend. I want to get it out there. I want to do something. And then when I can come home, I'm like, Oh, I haven't done my dishes. I haven't done my washing. I'm not ready for the week. And I think that's the part where I'm still trying really hard Mm. to balance. Because, like Chrisella said, eight to five, like it's a long day of work. But then when you get home in the afternoon, you literally don't feel like doing chores because you're tired. Well, I I don't feel like doing chores because I'm tired. I'm just like, rest time. Well, if sometimes you have like a really busy life, something has to give. And sometimes that can be chores and sometimes that can be another aspect in your life that mm. has to give in that point of time. And, mm. and it's never perfect, I guess. Literally. Like, I feel like it's with my life at the moment, with my work-life balance, it's always different in every week. Like one week, I'll be like, say that beep. Yeah. <laughs> the other week, I'll be like, oh my God, I'm emotionally so drained. Yeah, which is, like, Mm -hmm. understandable, but, you know, like, as much as I want to fall into a routine, sometimes I don't really follow the routine or the plans that I've set out to do for that week. That's why I Mm -hmm. think it's really good to, like, well, I'm trying to really get into a habit of planning and using a calendar. Like, for example, Konyo Convos, we have a Mm. app called Time Tree where we have a calendar and we, like dates and like stamps on what kind of events that we have in the future and i'm trying to have a personal calendar and try to plan out my weeks and events ahead in what you were saying with like give and take i have never felt in my whole life i've ever felt like i've got everything like i've never felt that everything was balanced like i've put a time aside for everything I needed to do because you know how like you said you need to uh, well not need to but it's advisable to have a calendar to fit things it's also Mm -hmm. good to have flexibility Mm -hmm. in that as well like I personally like to write down Mm. my calendar like I'm so bad at electronics like I'm so bad with filling in my my digital calendar so I always just have to write it down Mm. and in that, when I start to like stack things up, I start I forget that things happen throughout the week by accident. Like I forget to yeah. make time for instances where I need to be able to adjust my schedule. 
And also with that, like with mm. things happening, you also can't really foresee on how you're feeling on that day. Yeah. What if you just feel lazy? What if you just feel like your social battery is so drained and you can't go to an event or go to a social volleyball league or something like that? No, I me. I think you got to make the decision in the moment. Like, yeah. this is the best thing for you now because you seriously can't overwork yourself and try to do everything that you've set out to mm. do or make everyone else happy by going and, like, doing it. Yeah. For example, today I had my whole day planned, right? Yeah. So I worked half day today and I was like, you know what? I finish at 12.45. I'm going to see my static nurse after for my appointment, go back to work, um, finish some stuff off and then go home around 2.30 yeah. and then get things done, like get housework done. But girl, I, I got my first formal complaint at work from a patient and I was just like, yeah. I'm so emotionally drained. I just want to take a nap. And then I woke up at almost so seven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> almost seven. And then I'm just like, you know, whoever that patient is, I forgot about you. <laughs> <laughs> Hope your dental life is good. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. So, it's definitely good to, like, um, to listen to your body when your body's telling you to relax. Mm. That's like although it, your mind is like speaking and telling you you need to do this and this and thing. this and you've got responsibilities and tasks to do at the end of mm. the day your mind is speaking but your body's doing the work yeah and sometimes it's okay if plans mm. falls into cracks literally i think that's one thing that's really important to be able to do i feel like i don't know personally i feel like we've been quite disciplined to ignore our body and not to listen like mm. oh this hurts but like oh she'll be fine you know it'll disappear and i i feel like that's something i had to learn recently listening to my body and how i'm feeling if my body's tired i'm like okay nap time but like yeah i feel like that's one of the important skills to develop to have a good Mm. work-life balance i don't know i definitely feel like in this gen z generation like i feel like people our age and generations to come are redefining work-life balance especially in like the modern workplace like i think back in the day it was very common and appropriate for people to work their nine to five and then go home and think about work and do work at home whereas nowadays Gen Z are like, nah, I'm going to leave that work where it is and I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to do my other business. Mm. I think a, a lot of, like, an our age, we are more aware about self-care. Like, I don't know, I've, I've definitely heard around and I've read enough, like, articles about, like, what career-wise like how to be successful in your career like let's say in architecture per se I've read advice and how people should go about their career and it's just I don't know I think about the end road in architecture for me and it's just not my life and so I don't really see the point in prioritizing just my nine to five career like I think there are other outputs outside of the work and I would say that's quite common and there are a lot of more younger people who are now just influencers who literally don't have a regular day job. They literally just post content and live their lives. And I know that's very unrealistic for a lot of people. Like, I think I, that's a far-fetched career like thing for me, but... A lot of the, the oldies, per se, would say Gen Zs are a bit more lazy or back in their day, they couldn't have this privilege to use social media to do their, like, to live, to support their lifestyle. I don't know. But I just know that I don't want to live to work, like, and that's why work-life balance is good. Mm. In saying that, though... Because, like, yeah, we are surrounded by a lot of Gen Z. But I actually know this person 
who has three full-time jobs. Three? Three. Who works? Three. Yeah, three full-time jobs. Full-time jobs. Full-time? Yeah. What does he do? What does he do? Uh, so he's nine to five. Is, well, like, he works eight to three every day as a anesthetic nurse. Yeah. In the hospital. And then afterwards, mm-hmm. he works for consulting. And then after that, around midnight, he does finance. Oh, my gosh. Wait, all full-time jobs? There's only 24 hours in a day. All full-time. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. 24 hours in a day. Yeah, so he, bar- he barely sleeps. Does he love what he does? It's more so like a career-building thing for him. So what's his like end life career goal? His end career goal is become a surgeon. And at the moment, he's a registered nurse who is um, going into med school soon. Yeah. But he also wants to live a life where he... He hasn't told me, but this is just what I got from him. Where he like doesn't want to struggle throughout med school. Like financially? Yeah, financially. And like keep building a career mm. with med in health and both in finance. Which is hard. This is why I think like what I found is that, again, give and take, taking is like career wise, his giving away is his dating life and personal life mm. and sleep. And rest. Like, I understand some people do too much for work mm. or their career. And, you know, in this instance, I wonder if his mental health is suffering because of it. Mm-hmm. But also, a lot of people who, per se, could, are workaholics, they get satisfaction from their work and genuinely what they do. And I'm sure that what they do satisfies them hopefully creatively socially or whatever but i feel like there is so much beyond work but i think it depends on the person like if they love what they do and they are set on their career and they know how to get there and they're happy to do it yeah like what's stopping them but what i worry is the mental health aspect of it and the is he able to slow down like is that something he can do or is that something that would freak him out and be like no i need to keep going Okay, so he's been on this grind for five years. I can tell, like, what's give and take is, like, his personal life, which is dating and getting out there. But what I worry about when I see him is that, is he getting enough rest? Again, like, for me personally, I love my six hours of sleep. Six to eight hours minimum. I wouldn't, like, I start panicking when I don't get, at least six hours of sleep. That's what I was going to say. How is he performing at his best? Yeah, his optimal best, yeah. If he's not even getting sleep. You're a nurse. You need to be able to perform at, like, hectic moments. You need to be able to make decisions. How are you making decisions clearly with your non-existent sleep? He's been doing it for five years. Mm. Clearly, it's been working. Or he's figured out something to make it work. Or he's so stoic and so focused on his end goal. Yeah. That he's so willing to commit and... But he has he ever, like, experienced burnout? Like, I'm sure he has. I'm sure, yeah. In those five years, definitely he would have. How does he regulate? Like, what does he do? Like, I would say I need to go on a holiday every now and then. Mm. Whether that's a weekend away... Regardless, I need a holiday here and there to keep myself sane. Which is funny. I always ask him, it's like, do you go on holidays or things like that? And he's like, well, work sends me to holidays and yeah, true. I work holiday. But I was like, but that's not really purely holiday though. You're still going away for work and then you'll have a few hours of for yourself. That's only a few hours. It's not purely a holiday. And he hasn't had that like a pure, pure holiday yet. 
Wait, what do you mean his work? Sen- like, I know that work gives holidays, but they don't expect you to work on the holiday. I mean, like, they send you away. I mean, like, it's like a... um, I mean, he goes to places for work. Like, like example, he No, 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 no. Like, he'll go to Europe for work, example. For, like, a week? For Yeah, for, like, a week. And then he works in Europe and because they have like clients there okay but that's but not then, work that's a work trip <laughs> yeah that's a there you go work trip that's the word work it's trip not a holiday. But then, it's not a that's trip. not a holiday it's a work he, trip in his eyes that's a holiday because then he gets to work but then there's a few hours in the day where he can just laze around and go around yeah well I would say that is not a holiday that's a work trip but he is trying to keep himself sane by calling it a holiday. And maybe that is how he balances it. Exactly. For us, it's not a holiday. Like, I don't see a work trip as a holiday. I see it as a work trip. As a work you trip. You know what I mean? But for him, who works throughout the day as a full-time worker, because he gets off... If you're in a work trip, basically, you can't be really an, an anesthetic nurse in the morning then and you're working then for him that's a holiday from one job i don't know all i'm hearing is he has a misconception of productivity that he thinks that he can be productive at all times of the day at all times of the year even when he's on holiday mm. well based on what i'm what i'm hearing but then again we don't know because this is all coming from lynn because yeah. there could be a lot behind what he's doing that we don't know or lynn doesn't know so yes yeah. like let's say what look, what prisca said he has three jobs or three full times jobs is eight hours in a day eight times three whatever there's not enough hours in the week for him 24 to, you know work and on top of that sleep to be able to balance everything just say work and sleep so he's basically doing let's start with one job one regular eight hour job he's doing an eight hour work day which means he's directly trying to put eight hours of output of work Mm -hmm. but what is he like taking back like what about the input for himself and in that output in that eight hours of output if he drains himself and constantly work results and can result in a less productive time at work like what Prisco was saying, he's a nurse. Like it can affect his work efficiency or his work ethic or his work quality. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I also understand that, you know, as like Gen Z's and upcoming cultures, we also have this idea that we don't want to work forever. So we may as well grind now mm-hmm. and get our career goal. And when we retire, we can finally live our lives then. But I still also believe that that is so outdated too. Like, it's so unrealistic. Especially, I don't know, in Australia, like, the with inflation, like, I don't... Being a mother scares me in this generation because milk and eggs is so expensive. How can I support a family? And so how can I work on my career at the same time? Like, how can you have it all? Can you have it all? You really can't. I feel like you can't. It's a hard thing. Unless you're a child of Jeff Bezos or... <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're a princess, you can't have it all. You gotta choose what to have. I have this friend and she listens to this podcast. So I'm just gonna say hi. Hi, but friend. this friend is very, very different. Like, I think a lot of the people that I know who I meet at uni most of the time have career goals not saying she oh she has career goals for sure but they mm-hmm. everyone in this generation thinks they need to grind and i've never really met someone who's been like i want to start a family like that's my dream like i feel like that's our dreams for the future like it's a distant dream we're all like oh yeah one day when it comes but she's super like oh my god i'm ready to start a family and it's so interesting because she's like oh but I also want to work on my career but if I when I broke it down to her I was like so she wants to have a big family so let's just say a family of four and she wants them close in age that's basically eight years of her life where she needs to pause work so from now let's just say she has a start having a family now eight years later she would have been away from the work field 
And by the time she's eight years plus old, she's playing catch up. That's tough as well because she's the mother and she needs to actually bear the child, you know? Yeah, because that's like nine months of pregnancy and then post-pregnancy care. But then if you want to have kids close... You're going to go at it again. You're going to start popping another one. Yeah, exactly. And I, I love that dream for her, but I think it's hard for everyone in general because of inflation and the world we kind of live in. Definitely. The cost of living has risen a lot. And yes, we can get some support from the government, but it doesn't cover everything that you will need for your child. Especially when they start growing up, bro. They start wanting to play sports. They start wanting to do everything. And those cost a lot of money. To summarize, you know, I think it is really important to have a good work-life balance. Getting there is probably the hardest part, but I think having or being able to recognize when your work-life balance is kind of corrupt, you know, I think we need to be able to manage those. Let's identify unhealthy work-life balance. So what do you guys think you guys would see where you'd like notice unhealthy work-life balance? Where you're not able to separate work from life, where you take home work. You'd be at home and you're thinking about work. You're constantly over-prioritizing work to the point where Mm -hmm. there's not much space space for anything else. And I understand the grind that you need to be on. But again, you need time to reset and actually charge yourself. Mm. definitely um i think for me is lack of self-care again that's so important prioritize sleep and rest yeah i don't think i can function well i can't think well physically Mm. and mentally if i don't have good sleep literally that's like expecting your phone Mm. to keep working for five days straight without charging it like Mm -hmm. you need time and rest i think yeah, self-care really just ties with your general personal health. Mm, mm. Yeah. And, like, burning out, definitely. Another mm-hmm. big thing is, like, it could also affect your relationships, like, with your friends and family. And if you have a family of your own, like, kids. Because mm. I think growing up, the the things that I would see in movies was always an absent parent because they were so busy with work. Busy working, yeah. And, yeah, so having a poor work-life balance can definitely strain your relationships, even romantic relationships yeah. as well. Yeah, that's for sure. That's for sure. Also, I often see when people come to work, even though they're sick, I understand that you have things to do at work, but coming to work when you're sick and unwell you gotta also think of other people because it's not just about you like it could be contagious but at the same time the quality of work that you're producing could be higher if you weren't sick yeah i think before covid times i think that was very prominent and very like people yeah and people were very lenient with that, like even workplace, I was like, "Oh, you have a sniffle. That's okay. You can still work. You can still physically work." But now, after COVID times, like even a sniffle, even like a little cough, like they're more so um, cautious. Will force you to take a day off, or like mm. tell you to just stay at home and work from home, mm. if that is available, if that is an option to take, and yeah, just to have a proper sick day. Yeah, and to have to be tested and get you on a proper uh, like feeling better before you continue work. I think that just ties back to self care as well. Like mm. if your body is sick yeah. and it's telling you it's weak, go just stay at home and take the day yeah. off. Mm. Also, I I think that also ties with, like we said in the pre no, in an episode, if you need a mental health day, <laughs> take it. That still counts under sick leave. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes I'm like, oh, I think I 
I'm starting to make a new thing, you know, like mental health day. I'm like, oh, I should take a personal day. Personal day to catch up on all the tasks that I need to do, which I never do. Bro, trust me, the amount of times I wanted to take it. I think one time I was like, ooh, I'm not feeling it today. I go on my laptop. How much sick leave do I have? <laughs> your, your girl has three hours. Like, and I was like, okay, can't afford it today. Maybe next week when I, you know, save some up. Yeah. So even though yeah. you don't have enough sick leave... Still take it. It's alright. You can still take it. I'm currently. It'll have probably come. It'll, it'll come from your annual leave, and that's alright. Not even mm. that. I just when I'm I have no sick leave, guys, because I got injured. I've been sick. You know, whatever. I just put unpaid leave. I know some people have bills to stick to. Like I have, I can use my normal spending to pay for bills if I need. But yeah, you don't need to go to work. Just kidding. Who needs I take that back. You do need to work. <laughs> Just be smart. Just be wise. And like try to foresee the future. If you are overworking, try to see what that will take. Like what kind of toll that will take on yourself and on your mental health. If you think you're overworking this week, think about next week. What? Do, where do you think your body will be? And where do you think your mental health will be? by next week because sometimes you can foresee being sick like i know things that will get me sick and also like overworking and not enough sleep will get me sick so i try not to not get enough sleep like sometimes sometimes you know your own body as well yeah Yeah, that connects to Mm. listening to your body yeah it's clearly you can't foresee everything or like foresee that oh i'm gonna be sick yeah but it's just listening to your body if you're not, like what you said, if you're not feeling well and if you know that getting lack of sleep will lead you to exactly yeah. a certain, you know, state of yeah. well-being, then try and avoid, avoid it. Because mm. we ain't about poor mental health. Oh. Yeah, I think it's really good to listen to your own body because no one else knows your body better yeah, than yourself at the end of the day it's you yeah you and you and yourself and your body you're mm. the body it's a temple speaking oh. of listening to your body and foreseeing the future we do have some tips that we try to follow that help manage and maintain a good work-life balance mm-hmm. just in the mentioning tips. that <laughs> yeah in mentioning that just do know that work-life balance isn't gonna be perfect and it's not something you achieve again instantly it's a work in progress because i'm i'm sure we can all i can speak for all the three of us our work-life balance are all still in progress for sure we ain't we ain't great at it we're not perfect we haven't found the perfect recipe for it we're working on it get us started on our tips guys what's the first (laughs) one i don't know i think (laughs) i think understanding your priorities is important definitely and all no just understanding your priorities like outside of work what are they like i think in general fitness is one of them relationships is one of them like friends family partners you know maintaining those um hobbies like keeping yourself sane that's what i was saying like outside of work what else can I do to feel like I am making myself happy? Your priorities isn't something that you just clicks in your brain. This is something you need to actually find out and think about. So sit down, write it down if you need. Look at what you prioritize in life. Because you can't just be like, oh yeah, prioritize this and that. And then your actions don't align with that. Mm. It's something you need to actually sit down, think about and you know put it in the front of your mind i think planning is a big thing f- as well like again as i was saying like i'm trying to get into a habit of using a calendar even at work prioritizing things goes into my planning like i would have different books for different things at work so i have like dot points of what needs to be done like a checklist yeah what i need to be like what needs to be done and they're like priority level on what needs yeah. to be done first and what ne- what can be a bit 
where I can be a bit lenient. Yeah. I think to just keep you on track. Yeah, definitely keeps you on track as well. Trying to balance friends, family, work. Mm. You're bound to double book somehow. So it's hard if you're just Mm. overspreading yourself. Mm. Overcommitting. So that's one thing. Don't don't overcommit. And that can also like help with planning ahead. Yeah, planning ahead, definitely. Mm. And just like you said, Lynn, it's not something... Just because you plan ahead doesn't mean you have to follow it down to the T. No, yeah, exactly. It's just a rough foundation for your week. Mm. And it's not something yeah, mm. you need to follow. Mm. Not like the world's going to end if you don't follow it. You know, one tip that I actually do practice in my everyday life, outside of work, because work is just work, but um, planning ahead, yes, which also helps with time management. But for all of our listeners and people who just can't seem to sit still or sit at their desk for long periods of hours is to break up workload. Like Mm. if I'm sitting at home and I'm doing work for the podcast and then I have home like jobs to do like chores or I have to remind myself to return a phone call, I will set time aside for specific tasks in short increments so that when I have, when I do the tasks, I feel like I'm more focused. And when I'm bored of them, I move on to the other one and I set blocks of time specific to the different tasks. And then I can always go back to the other one. That's a really good tip. Because one of the things I struggle with is I do one bulk of things and I'm like, oh, I'm tired of it. So I stop. And then so the other things that I need to do just pile up. So I think yeah. breaking it down in increments is a really good idea. Because yes. you still like chipping Literally. away as you go. That's all, I'll try that. Especially because I've been injured. I can't sit down for like over an hour for too long. Otherwise, when I get up, I'm like stiff. And as per self proclaimed Lynn would say she has ADHD so (laughs) (laughs) self-diagnosed literally (laughs) it's good to just break it up because sometimes you just get bored of doing the same thing even like with Mm -hmm. studying like I find some people struggle with studying large amounts and trying to take in 10 hours worth of work content you don't have to take in 10 hours of work content in one go you should break it up legit me having to read and that's just the same with your everyday tasks like one day i could just be sitting doing my podcast work and i'll get up and do the laundry when i need to take a break even though it's not a break it's technically i'm still feeling the productivity Mm -hmm. of balancing all the different tasks i have to do talking about the tip that i (laughs) every day in my everyday life I think one of the things that I really looked forward to having a full-time job is the routine. You know, being at work Mm. for certain hours, having to be awake at this time, to go to work at this time, go home at this time, and you have this amount of hours for yourself. Mm -hmm. I've set a routine for myself, and I've found it to be very useful. Mm. Actually, because we were talking about this in the earlier episodes, when you started your full time job, we were like giving you tips about like having a routine, building a routine. Yeah, you were so keen. Now, after a few months, how do you have you built a routine? How do you feel about a routine? Honestly, I think I'm there in terms of routine. Bro, for the first two weeks of my work, I used to wake up at four a.m. and go to bed at eight p.m. because I was like, four a.m. wake up do my fitness journey, <laughs> do me, and then reflect, journal. Oh my god, she was the it girl. <laughs> I-T-G-I-R-L. Legit. Oh yeah, I was like, yeah, this feels good. <laughs> that was me. And then two weeks later, I started waking up a little bit later. So around five. Still, still the same. But I feel like it just... As you get further on with your job... You get a bit more tired, especially for our listeners. I'm a youth worker. It's so working a lot with young people who come from a traumatic background. So it's quite heavy 
mentally and emotionally. So I feel like in terms of that, it's gotten heavier as it progressed. So I feel like my routine's a bit more simpler. I prioritize mm. definitely mm-hmm. more sleep. But all I'm trying to do at the moment is really wake up, do my morning routine, a little bit of self-care, and then after work, do physical, something physical, like walking or, or mm. gymming. Especially now that we're mm-hmm. off-season, I feel like it just sets Hot everything. Girl yeah. Hot girl summer. But yeah, I feel like routine is definitely something that will keep you going throughout the weeks because there will be days where yeah you'll definitely not feel motivated to do anything but it becomes discipline routine leads to discipline and it just gets you gets you you know going and it makes you just do it and it just helps you push you know Prisca is such a big advocate for routine like she fucking loves her routine you know when I first started my full-time job I it wasn't even that I needed to get into a routine. I needed a, a whole life restart because I went from a job that would finish at four o'clock and then I would gym after four, like till 5 a.m. Oh, sorry, this was 4 a.m. to 5 a.m. I gym till 5 a.m. and I'll be in bed at 6 a.m. And then going to a nine to five routine was a whole change for me. Yeah. So mm. it was really funny when Prisco was saying she'd go to bed at eight o'clock and wake up at 4 a.m. Like I, I used to try and do that. Not that specific time frame, but I'd have to be in bed by like at least nine or 10. And I started saying no to like weeknight plans because of it, because I was trying to get into the routine. Yeah. And do you remember that Friska? I was I like, I can't, I can't come out. I, I have to sleep. Like, I It's already can't. nine guys. We'll be video calling and she'll be like, oh guys, it's already nine. I'm like, that's my bedtime. <laughs> I need to go to sleep. I felt like such a grandma, but like, it's so tough because you still want to be able to like talk to your friends after work and still go out for dinner after work and yeah. go for that Bobo run in Sunnybank. But Literally. when you're trying to get in a routine, you have to say no to those things because exactly. you're trying to get into a routine. So I don't know how Prisca does it. Slowly but surely, I eventually started making my bedtime 11, 12, and now it's just whenever I feel like it. <laughs> I'm not, but that's the thing. I'm not stuck to having to have six hours of sleep. I do play catch up. But again, that's just how my body works. I understand people need however many hours they need to be productive the next day. I Honestly, that's one of the things that amazes me about Grisella. Her sleeping pattern <laughs> is so whack. But this girl functions like like nothing. Like She, she functions just fine. It's like sleep. Yeah. What, what's that? Legit, this girl goes to freaking uni with two hours of sleep and like still read things and write things. And I'm like, bro, I'd be passed out <laughs> on the couch. I look... I feel so drunk when I don't sleep. And I'm like, what? Yeah, you're all like groggy. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I feel that. But I think everything that we've been, like you guys have been talking about really falls into self-care plan. Yeah. I've been talking a lot about self-care, but like I love my self-care. <laughs> I love myself. <laughs> Hashtag self-care. Period. What does your self-care plan look like? Um, My self-care plan... Also, like, another thing that falls into that category, I think, also reflecting. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Like, with... I try to have my little check-ins throughout the week. Nice. Well done. How, like, I feel on, like, with work, how I feel about myself, how I feel mentally, physically, and um, my dating life as well. Because <laughs> for... <laughs> love that for me i think all of the things that i do aligns Mm. with who i am yeah and i try to keep them in line and in check that's why i like to have my little check-ins my friends knows this like if i don't feel me or like i have like i feel so overwhelmed and like i just needed a me type Lynn will ignore you for five days straight. Doesn't care what is happening. She will ignore you for five days straight. You could yeah. be dying. She does not care. Yeah. She will ignore you. I think I've talked about this mm. in the, po- the on the other episode. Like when Grace and like my best friend like DM and stuff. We we first like building our friendship. They didn't know where I lived, right? But we had each other's locations in, on Live 360. And I had one of these like episodes where I'm just like, I feel so overwhelmed. I'm going to take a break from everything. And I didn't reply for like two days. No one knew what was happening. 
I was out of social media, and but they had my location. They like called me throughout, and I wouldn't pick up because I would just have like do not disturb and just like have everything off. Next thing you know, they're in my doorsteps because they followed my location. Lid, you can't switch off from the so world that's... like that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I understand where you're coming from, and but let you're, someone you're, know. You're yeah, you're overwhelmed, but it's you're an adult. It's simplest communication. Hey, I'm not feeling well. See you guys in a bit. Because you're s- you have friends who can They're probably for you. freaking out. <laughs> They're probably like, is she alive? Is she breathing? Bro, I haven't done that in a long time though. Which I is freak pretty out good. When Grisella calls me and then I miss it for one time and then I see it an hour <laughs> later and I come like shit, like Grisella doesn't call me much, like, why she call me? Is she okay? And if this bitch doesn't reply, I'm like <laughs> So I don't know how you disappear for for, for two days. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> Bruh. dude. Did they show uh, it was like, are you alive? Like, did they? Not- <sighs> Bro, I think it's okay now because like I'm surrounded by my brother, my like my friends a lot, so they know they constantly know how I'm feeling and where I am. So like I haven't done that in such a long time where I just checked out and everything. Mm. Yeah, but it is it is a bad trade on like if you see it. Like, if you look at it overall, it's kind of a bad trait. But, like, in my mind then, it was, like, it's a me time. I understand it's a you, like, self-care time for yourself. But I'm just thinking as, you know, a friend who is trying to build a relationship with you or a friendship with you and you suddenly go MIA, I'm going to think you fell off the face of the earth. Exactly. It's a bit selfish, yes. Yes. Like, at least be like, I'm alive and, well, I'm going to take a break. (laughs) Exactly. Bye. You will see yeah. me in two business days. Legit, contact me. <laughs> Book an appointment with my secretary. I think there's a spectrum of being selfish, being good, and being bad. I think I'm in almost like the bad side. It's not like even selfish. Bad. It's just communicate, brother. <laughs> you can be selfish about yourself, but communicate to the people that care about <gasps> yeah, you. Yeah, literally. <laughs> like, uh, you're self-care, but you go, girl. You go, girl. Take care of yourself. Take all the time you need. Hey, I've grown, okay? haven't done that in such a long time. Grace is probably listening to this crying. Legit. <laughs> suffering from PTSD. <laughs> oh, bro. Probably like PTLD, post-traumatic limb disorder. <laughs> bro, I like that one. Wait, that's, that's, that's a title. That was- that's the that title. P T L N D. Wait, L N D. L N D. Hello, what's up? Oh, P T. Yeah, P T. Personal trainer. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in saying that, though, um, I think another thing that um kind of relates is knowing your values and beliefs. Again, that's something that you sit down and recognize and figure out what those are. Because mm-hmm. you don't wake up with set values and set beliefs. It's something you develop. Yeah. And that really that ties into legit like knowing your priorities and where you're at with work and life. Yeah. And no one can tell you what your values and beliefs are. Legit. It's a you thing. You got to figure it out yourself. You know, I want to know if you guys could rate your work-life balance, what would you rate yourself on a one being, oh, it's horrible. I am a workaholic. I don't know how to have time for myself. And 10 being like, I, I everything's balanced. I have time for my friends, my family, the gym, the work, myself, everything. Like that's the 10. At the moment, I think I'm at a solid, I would say or (laughs) 8.2 I would say 7.98 okay 7.9 or 8 okay we're gonna settle with 8 we're doing round numbers here yeah (laughs) or half decimal half decimal okay well I would say 8 because at the moment I think I'm getting used to routine yeah and sleeping at a certain time and then after work now i found the nice moment after work where i can actually still do something physical and have the energy for it so i feel like we're in an eight so i'm happy with myself Mm. kind of what's the where's the two where's the two lacking my wants so my ideal is actually wake up do my morning routine and work out in the morning and then go to work because i feel like for myself it gives me so much energy to go throughout the day after I've worked out in the morning. 
but I can't do that yet because I've been sleeping later. Yeah. So I've been sleeping yeah. 10 to 11 and clearly I can't wake up at 4 a.m. having five hours of sleep. So I... But you're working out after work. work. Yeah, but that's the thing. I would prefer to work out first and be like, yes, I've achieved this hard thing. My day's going to be a breeze. And I've I've already figured that out in previous experiences, like previous work. It gives me more energy yeah, when I work out, work out first and then go to work yeah it's just now i'm like it's because i sleep later so i'm like have to rearrange it so i I wish to get there soon but we'll see because your girl likes her social life at night as well sometimes when i go to bed at eight like at eight and then the next morning that's when all the freaking so many things happen in the chats and i'm like (gasps) i'm like playing catch up in like while i'm pooping and i'm like what happened and i feel like i miss out on so many things at night like when chrisella freaks out about something she misses the chat i'm like oh and then shannon i'm like yeah i missed out i'm like is everyone okay a little bit of a fomo but like concern were like <laughs> i couldn't reach me because i was fast asleep bro but what about you as though? i said like it changes week by week at the moment I would say it's a 6.5. Like, I... With work-wise, I prioritize work, especially when I'm at work, but then outside of work, I'm still available for my girls, and I still try to give my support as much as I can, still outside of work when they try to reach me and try to be reachable for them. In saying that, I'm also very much um, keeping open with my other aspects of my life, such as my friends, my family, um, with other curricular activities. In saying that, though, like I am away from my family, so that kind of makes it a bit easier since I don't have my immediate family here. So that kind of like yeah, I that aspect of my life is not really. Yeah, less accessible, so it's not in the it's top like less priority sorry. where I need to be there physically. Like, you know, I'm contactable with like with my family members, yeah. but that that's just an easy like check in, FaceTime, yeah. yeah, things like that. Easy access. Yeah, I feel like friends yeah. are so much harder because they're like you. You don't have seen yeah, me in exactly. a while. Like, do you but like, care about me anymore? And it's like six point five because I think a lot of yeah. things in my life right now has been put on the back burner for example my my health i've been, i've realized i've been eating kind of unhealthy and then i haven't been gymming i've been going volleyball i've been i keep being active physically active but then i haven't really gym which is not the biggest thing but then that's something i used to do again like same as pre where she were um wakes up at 4 a.m goes to gym and then goes to work after that was like my routine before and i think i'd like to get back into that i think but that's just something that was put on back on the back burner when we got really busy especially with like the podcast starting and then volleyball kind of took off as well and the other aspect is dating (laughs) (laughs) oh bro that's where my routine stops up eh? dating yeah like my routine just goes out the window and I'm like, oh, legit. Like, like, I haven't been on a date in such a long time. Like, okay, that's a lie. I was, a, <laughs> I was on a date like three weeks ago. <laughs> I was going to say, bitch, you, I was no, like, you go on a, a lie. date at least <laughs> once a week. <laughs> You're going on a date next week. <laughs> beep, beep. Can you please no. send us your location? Yeah, but like, hello. Yeah, I'm going on a date next beep. week. But planning a date is so hard with me because like, I kind of lay out my availability to them and it seems a lot for them to look at and try to insert themselves into my calendar. Do you not just give them the times you're available? I do, which is like not a lot. Right. Like, I'll, pr- but like, because when I go out on a date, I, I want to be there physically and mentally. Like, I want to be checked in. Yeah. I don't want to be like, hey, I only have till 5 p.m. Yeah, yeah. I'm out. Like, I like to no, have... I want the rest of the day free. 
Yeah. You never like, know where the day's going to take you. Just saying. Exactly. Just exactly. saying. Like, I don't want to be... Physically, emotionally, and mentally. Oh, spiritually. Yeah, Emphasis like- on me- physically. Because <laughs> <laughs> sometimes, like, I feel like if I have, like, a plan afterwards, like, example, if you're going out on a brunch date and then you have afternoon plans, I can already check out of a date a few hours before it ends. Because I'm already thinking about things. Yeah. That's where your priorities come back. Yeah. So it just really says what you're valuing and what you're prioritizing. And I know it's dating, but like if you prioritize yourself to be a good date, of course, you'd make that time because this is a potential mm. partner. But like. Yeah. So like, wish me luck on my date. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, guys. <laughs> what do we say? Good, good luck, Lynn. It's really good. Okay, I'm excited for you. How about you? What's your rate? So um, what? I would say probably like an eight. Same as Brie. That's I good. Think so, like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like work-life balance to me, in terms of work, I I'm pretty good at going to work and leaving work at work. I, d- I don't really see myself bringing work home. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I feel like the obligation to do it because I feel bad that like some deliverables aren't done. Not on my end, but I feel like I want to help. But one of my colleagues is a bit of a workaholic, so she's going to listen to this. And she does take her work home and she stays up at night and does it. I don't know why, but... Again, I, I personally don't take my work home and that's where I think mm-hmm. the work-life balance is. Um, outside of work, though, I do struggle to maintain and keep to, up to my tasks that I set mm. myself up to do. And that's not because of poor work-life balance. I think I'm really good at listening to what I want and just doing it because I want it. Like, I know that I have to do my laundry, but also I want to go get bubble tea. Yo, oh, bro, that's what I was saying before. No, your wants and needs. Yeah. Listen to your body. Literally. Like, I know that I'll get around to it. Um, I also am not a really messy person. Like, I'm really good at making a mess and cleaning it up straight away. So I think that kind of helps. Sometimes things catch up, like eventually my my laundry basket is overflowing and my room is collecting dust and I will set a day where I will catch up to all of my household Mm. chores. But I think that is still decent balance. Not that I'm managing it constantly, but I have put, I will think about it and I will tend to it. So I've never felt like my life is crazy. I do think I struggle with stress though and that's just because I feel like I'm always signing up for something new or like I Mm -hmm. need to keep having output for the podcast or like I I think I I, I like dream big and I want to do more and then I'm like wait I need to chill because I still have to-do lists I still have a to-do list to tick off. I think Priscilla is one of the most high functioning humans that I know. Bro we went to freaking (laughs) Melbourne for a holiday for 10 days or nine days bro we were 10 Ten days days. we were out every single day i'm telling you we (laughs) were out every single day was planned we did like i think we ended up getting a day to just like lie around because we were like chrisella can we just lie around but bro if you want to go on a trip call chrisella d yeah i'll give you her number (laughs) she'll plan out every single thing it was great it was great but at the moment it was so Bruh, fun. I got to the moment, I was like, it's can great. I just and close it- my eyes? Because she was like, sleep with this yeah. side, we'll sleep late. And then we'll wake up early. I'm like, I can't function with no sleep. Literally, it was so funny. Because some days, like, Priska needs her sleep. And it got to the point where I eventually needed my sleep. But the, there was two other people we were with who were just as high functioning. Like, they are specifically high functioning in, well, one of them was high functioning in, travel and one of them's just high functioning in general and they were like okay we're gonna give you one warning before we leave the door that if you don't want to come you're not coming and so, so there was some like some warnings where i'd be like pre and she'd be like eh. and i'm like okay i'm at the door <laughs> and then there was one day where i was like yeah i'm not getting up and they just left and that's fine like it doesn't ruin the trip we're just sometimes we realize we're exhausted and yeah you can be exhausted in different aspects but I have to say, though, it's so applaudable 
how on top of you are with things. Dude, I'm not though. But you, you are more like on top. Like if I compare myself to you, like you seem so on top but of things. But we're not comparing ourselves to others. No, we don't do that. <laughs> but no. I do. I do. I agree. I applaud you. Chrisella is, she's on top, Bruh, This gal yeah. will plan every single thing and i'm like damn you know how there's memes where like there's a friend who plans everything and there's a friend who just comes i'm the friend who comes <laughs> <laughs> <You're legit. laughs> i enjoy every single moment we're on a, so on this day we're gonna go here on this day we're gonna go here and then on this day we're gonna try this we're gonna try that i'm like okay bro she plans how to get there when to get there how to, i'm like oh all i need is to move my butt and walk fast <laughs> yeah literally emphasis on walk fast hey <laughs> yeah i think that too is literally just because i know that i have tasks to do but sometimes i just feel like i just want to do something else like i spend my weekends mm. with my partner and i have the best time and i chill out but then during the working week i'm like i need to do this 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 and this, this you know mm. and it's not because i don't have poor work-life balance i'm just like oh i'm just gonna do it because i want to Hmm. Um. Also, we also have a little tip from a listener. Oh, let's call him Jay. Okay, sup, Jay. Jay, let's call him Jay. So I asked him, "Do you have any tips on work-life balance or any advice for a young professional trying work-life balance?" He said that work is work. Prioritize experiences, friendships, and family. Try not to work too much after work. Give yourself a hard stop. No, like, for example, no work after six or after seven. So making rules for yourself. Setting those boundaries. boundaries. Yes. Yes. Yes, Mr. J. Yes. We support Thank you, that. Mr. J. Overall, having a good work-life balance is extremely important for a number of reasons. I think it helps prevent negative consequences of overworking and allows individuals to practice self-care and I think like without work-life balance there's lots of risks such as like burnout or fatigue and even stress-related issues like I have friends who have stress-related health issues and yeah we obviously you'd want to avoid that I think maintaining a work-life balance can oh it does scientifically proven leads to increased productivity if you're well rested and you're well taken care of you're, you're bound to be a more efficient self and i don't know quality over quantity wow quality over quantity huh and yeah i just think it helps keep individuals in check insane like having things outside of work is good and keeping your happiness in general is good your work is not your life we are not yeah. i understand the grind i understand you're working to live and fund the lifestyle you want to have and the life you dream to have one day but it's good work-life balance sets a good foundation yeah and it sets your aspects different aspects in life such as work aspect family aspect relationship mm. aspect to be healthy yeah, it's a crucial part of your life as well as a, a working adult. Yeah, and as humans, that's most of our life. Our main thing is to work. Literally. I mean, so. all the things that we said today, all the tips that we've covered doesn't just um, apply to work-life balance. This can also apply to different things in life. Overall, I think we've listed a good um, a good preview of management strategies to help with your work-life balance. Definitely send us a DM on our Instagram at KonyaConvos or even through our email, KonyaConvos at Outlook.com. If you have any strategies that, you, that work for you in managing your work-life balance because... An 8 out of 10 is not a 10 out of 10. So it can be improved. Exactly. So. Send it send it my way, team. Send it my way. <laughs> Hell yeah. Send it I'm Lynn's way. Send to it get Lynn's to way. That 10. 6.5. <laughs> oh, sorry. Okay, Lynn's 6. way. 6.5 out of 10. <laughs> Let's improve it's okay. together. It'll be a 7 soon. It's Literally. fine, yeah. That's it. We also have like, um, what do you call this? Uh, teenagers that's going out of high school who's about to become 
enter adulthood who's trying to figure out um adulthood yeah what am i trying to say yeah um, shit. <laughs> high school i, I think that's adulting bro sorry, sorry. we also have like high school leavers going into adulthood and looking for a full-time work and how to balance it out and we've been trying to give out some advices and trying to point them to our episodes oh yeah, so if yes ha- yeah so if you have any more inquiries about it yeah let us know we'll try to point you in a good direction yeah, or even just talk again. about our experiences and how we dealt with them. Yeah. That's again, we are not professionals, so we can only really say and speak from our personal experiences. Yeah. And this is just your Kanye sisters pouring out their heart. With love, your Kanye sisters. Before we head off, we would like to acknowledge and pay respects to Australia's Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples, the traditional custodians of the lands, the waterways and the sky all across Australia. We thank you for sharing and caring for the land we are able to learn, pay respect to our elders, past, present and emerging, and we share our friendship and our kindness. Please note that the topics discussed on this podcast is general discussion and should not be construed as personal. The content of this podcast is not intended to be a negative outlook on topics raised, but to rather openly converse in a safe space free of judgment and criticism. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the hosts and guests and do not necessarily reflect the traditional culture of the Philippines, nor do we speak for all Filipinos. We hope to take this podcast as a familiar space for our viewers and if you would like to reach out, you can find us on our Instagram and TikTok at Combos or via our email, Combos at outlook.com.